This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. Thanks for coming back for another episode. On today's episode, we'll be talking about sincerity, what it means, why it matters, everything about it. And I'll also give you a few updates about what's been going on in this neck of the woods. There's been a few, I don't know, hiccups, I would say, and uh, also some progress. So lots to talk about. Let's get into it. Hello there, everybody. Thanks for coming and listening to all this stuff I have to say. It's really kind of you to come back uh, month after month. I've noticed I've kind of only done one a month lately, so I don't know. Hopefully I can do more. It's just it does take some time to figure out what to talk about and to make it count, you know. And then I've had a lot of work to do uh, personally with Simple Girl Inspired. I have my calendars I had to get finished for the new year, which I can't even believe that it is the new year. Um, I mean, it's not, but it's coming. (laughs) I love fall and happy September, everyone. Happy almost fall. Um, But I'm not ready for it. I, we went to storage this last week and I got my fall uh, decorations. I like to fall it up. (laughs) autumn it up in here and it felt like I had just put them in that place if that makes sense like felt like I had just set them in the storage and just closed everything down like it does not feel like a year has passed so pretty crazy guess that's just life especially when you get older they say (laughs) so oh well but um but yeah so in this neck of the woods we're just you know, enjoying the lovely weather. So far, so good. Knock on wood. And um, there's just been a lot of, you know, things to do. I've been wanting to uh, work on Simple Girl Inspired stuff more, and I cleaned up that website. And um, I don't know if it's just I'm older or what, but it everything takes a lot longer. So I don't know. It's just like the days are poof, gone. Like, gone. And like, I do a lot of stuff for, um, athletes against anxiety and depression and it's suicide prevention week. And so I'm trying to do a post for that every day. And it takes me a long time because I I really do care. You know, I want it to be something that really helps or makes sense and all that. So I guess, I don't know. It just takes time. I don't know. It just takes time. So my days are, are full, which is good, but there's so much that I want to get done. And I don't know, I just have a lot of responsibilities, like in my home life, the stray kitty cats and like, you know, I'm the, the home matron. (laughs) Sometimes I, you know, clean and make the food and figure out the budgets and all that. And so like, um, I don't give myself enough credit for that at all. And so that's something that I'm trying to do more is to like realize, oh, wow, you do a lot of things. Like even if they don't like produce an output that someone can see, you're doing stuff. So like stop being so hard on yourself, you know? So just that kind of stuff. I, um, I had to take a break from therapy because my therapist went away, um, for a trip 
And so I was able to pause it, which was awesome. Um, you can pause your subscription. And I, it took me a while to figure that out. Like I had to really dig and and f- figure that out. But I did. And I was so proud of myself for figuring out a way to not lose. You know, it's a lot of money each month. And I didn't want to lose the benefit, you know, like I didn't want to lose the money. So I paused it until she came back. And so I had my first therapy session with her back, I guess it was like three weeks. Um, I had it with her on Monday and it was a doozy. (laughs) We unpacked a lot of stuff because while she was gone, um, my mom, uh, Paul and I, we went to go see Barbie. Um, My mom and I had already seen it. And we wanted Paul to see it. He actually, he was the one who said he wanted to see it. So they have this $4 movie day. And we're like, oh, that'd be perfect because we've already seen it. We don't want to spend a whole nother round of money on tickets, you know. So anyway, so we're like, perfect. We'll go. I had weird feelings about it all week. Like it was already set. Like I had bought the tickets like three or four weeks in advance because I just wanted to go to that $4 movie day, you know. But for the week um, leading up to it, I just felt really uneasy for a lot of other reasons. Like, there's been some um, more shootings in our area, and uh, my mom witnessed some violent behavior in a CVS where a man behind her got frustrated and impatient, and he was going to buy a bottle of whiskey, I think, and he just threw it at the at the people behind the counter. And the guy got cut, and he left, and they really didn't do anything about it, which also made me really mad, because it's like, you, you gotta you gotta hold people accountable, or else it's just going to keep happening. So anyways, that was scary to hear that from my mom, and it really, you know, shook her up. Um, but like I said, there's been other violent things going on, and it's just, you know getting more and more apparent that no matter where you are, you're not 100% safe. Like, even in the safest town (laughs) that you think, it's just not 100% safe. Um, I mean, you just can't. You just can't. What am I trying to say? I mean, you should always feel safe wherever you are. And I think that's a whole nother, like, hippy-dippy thing. Like, within yourself, you should feel safe. And then it won't matter where you are. But, um, But, yeah, I mean, you just can't. Uh, we take it for granted, I guess. <laughs> so anyways, not to go off on any of that, but then that kind of just informed what I was going to tell you is that we went to see the m- movie and it was packed. The movie was packed. I got an aisle seat, so I was good. Everything was good, but it was packed. Like the movie theater was just brimming with people. And the we're 15 minutes in to the movie and we're fine. We were fine. We were watching it. I was excited for Paul to see it. And I remember like, you know, once you start watching it, you're like, oh my God, it's so good. It's, it's literally to me, the best movie (laughs) of this generation. It's just so good. Anyways. Um, yeah. So we're sitting there watching it and this man comes in the theater with a full backpack, like packed full. It's like huge backpack on 15 minutes in like 15 minutes in and I'm like, okay. And I didn't realize that my mom had clocked it already. And so I'm just watching him and I'm like, hmm, because it's like packed, like it's $4 movie day. And I needed to remember that 
it'd be packed, you know, people take advantage of those, um, those, you know, like we were taking advantage of it, the discount, you know, so he comes in and he goes across the whole theater to the other side and he sits in a seat and he's not paying attention to the movie and he's ruffling through his bag and I just freaked out. My mom had already left to go and talk to somebody um, and see if they had, you know, clocked this guy with a bag. So she's already on edge from all that's been going on in our town, you know, and then what we went through, you know, a couple years ago um, on our street and all all that. If you don't know about all that, um, you can listen to the very first episode. It's a little too much for me to go back all through, <laughs> but um our very first episode, it kind of highlights all that went down. Um, very traumatic stuff. So you'll understand why I don't want to go through it again. I'm trying to get past it for sure. But it's an ongoing criminal case. Um, and I'm sorry, that's not an ongoing criminal case. My other episode where I got hit in the car is another ongoing criminal case. And so I'm just like worn out of all this stuff. I just want it to be behind me. But anyway, so my mom on edge from all the stuff, <laughs> you know, our brains can be really good at holding on to all that stuff. She went out and asked the manager, you know, hey, there's a guy with a bag, blah, blah, blah. And so meanwhile, I'm sitting in there with Paul. Paul has no idea what's going on. And I felt so bad for that because, um, you know, he saw him and he's observant, but he was like, you know, okay, what, whatever, you know, like, just like try and just chill out, you know, whatever will be, will be. And it's such a good way to be because honestly, um, we don't, we don't know and you can't not live your life. So anyways, he, the gentleman with the backpack, he takes out a mask and puts it on his face. <laughs> and so, yes, this, this person, there's like so many other reasons that all of this can be going on, but my brain went from zero to 60 and I just ran out the door. And so, uh, I went out, my mom was there with the manager. The manager said they had checked the guy's bag and that he had just put on a COVID mask, um, because you know, COVID spiking again or whatever. And that he just had a bunch of clothes and stuff in his bag. So Paul, poor guy, we just kind of left him in there. I felt so bad for that. But so anyways, long story long is that we just weren't comfortable and we've already missed like 10 minutes of the movie. So we were like, can we get tickets for a later show? You know, so they gave us tickets for a later show and they assured us that the guy, um, you know, like now that I sit back and think about it, it could be someone who maybe doesn't have a home and that's his, you know, he has all his belongings with him. And maybe he, you know, wanted to make sure that he was healthy and safe and put on a mask. But it was like a very big mask, you know. And so in the dark in a movie theater with the history of what's happened in movie theaters and my own history, I just freaked out. And I was really, like, I'm still, like, really disappointed uh, because I wanted Paul to see it. Plus, I wanted to see it again. And... I was really bummed that I couldn't self-regulate, you know? And then, I mean, I've talked to other people and like my therapist, she said, you know, it could have been 
that he didn't have a home. That was his, you know, all the things I said a minute ago. Um, but she also was like, you were being diligent for what you know and what you've, you know, seen. So like, <laughs> I'm not mad at myself in that sense, but I don't know. It just was a very disappointing thing because, you know, you plan your whole day and I don't know. So anyways, later on, we were going to go back and uh, Paul had said I I wasn't comfortable to begin with. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, there were so many people, <laughs> so many people in the theater. That was too much for him. And that made me feel sad that he couldn't tell us, you know, because like you don't want anyone to be uncomfortable, you know? So we ended up just not going back. Um, and I felt bad about that because they fixed our tickets and all that, but we just didn't go back. And we ended up going to the, the pier and the beach and had like a lovely meal. And it was a really good day. Like it was a really good day after that, but I still was, you know, I'm just disappointed that like he didn't get to see the movie, but then now it's coming to TVs everywhere. So we could buy it again and he can watch it in the comfort of his own home. You know, social anxiety is a real thing. And there were so many people there. There was like, there wasn't a seat empty. That's why I was like, where's that guy going? But there, you know, there were seats empty that I just couldn't see. <laughs> so, but anyway, so that felt like a step backwards, you know, in my recovery of, you know, social spaces, <laughs> like trying to be better in social places. Like it did take me back because I'm a little nervous to go to the movies again, you know, and I hate that. And like, you know, nothing happened at the movie theater. Like that guy was legitimately, you know, just there. And he could have just been there to get like, you know, some relief from the sun. It was a hot day and didn't really care about the movie, you know, like those things. That's just like, it's just your mind puts one story forward, you know, and there's so many possibilities. And so that was a hard one. Um, the other little hiccup that I had was, um, August, I took the month off from social media and I made it to about the third week. It was a long month. Um, but I, I definitely limited it. And like the way I really can tell is that my phone, it tells me every week, like, um, how much you've been on your phone or whatever. And within the month of August, like twice, <laughs> I got notices that it was four hours less than the week before and like six hours less than the week before. I was like, wow. So I was on my phone way less, which was good. I walked almost every morning and I did, um, arm exercises with weights uh, at first, not weights. You know, I wanted to be careful, but then slowly, gradual, uh, you know, progress with weights. And I worked really hard in August on myself, uh, worth my meditation, breathing, journaling, sleeping, <laughs> you name it. I worked really hard. Um, I didn't do a whole lot within the way of diet. Like, I don't think we eat that bad, but what I did was I portioned it like much less, like, you know, and don't eat the leftovers. I mean, save leftovers, don't just eat everything, you know what I mean? So 
I felt like I did so much better by way of portions. And so then I got on the scale on September 1st as planned and I didn't move an inch. I didn't gain, but I didn't lose. And I, I guess I did lose some inches in my calves and in my thighs. And I was happy about that, I guess. Um, so the walking was definitely doing something, but it was so devastating (laughs) and I'm still recovering. I, I just was so bummed. I worked really hard, you know, so it was just one of those things where I worked really hard and just wanted to see some result. You know, I, if I lost two pounds, it'd be something, but it was nothing. It was, didn't move either way. (laughs) So that was fun. Um, and so, yeah, after that, I got depressed for what is this today? As of this recording, it is the 14th. And wow, it's already September 14th, you guys. This is crazy. Um, yeah, so, man, so for a whole week and a half almost, I've just been blah. I got really sick too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought I had COVID because my mom and grandma got COVID. Crazy stuff. Poor kids. Like, when is this disease going to go away? Or whatever you call it. Epidemic. Um, They're both great. They both survived it and they're fine, but haven't seen them because you can't see people when they're sick. And I was having stomach issues and I don't know. I still really don't know what it was. Um, but then I always wondered, did I make myself sick? Cause I was so upset that I didn't lose weight, like depressive sickness. I don't know. But anyways, um, I think that's mostly everything here. I just, I, you know, with my therapist, she helped me to realize I need to stop procrastinating and, and stop, um, Like, I have a lot of things that I have to do, you know, and then I have a lot of things that come up from other people that get in the way of what I already had planned, and instead, I always push my stuff to the bottom. So, like, for example, I want to write, finish my book, like, I'm writing a novel uh, for, I guess it would be young adults, but I think for, I don't know, children, young adults, adults everyone, like a Harry Potter type thing. No, I wish. Um, but you know, I have it really going. It's like on a roll and I keep procrastinating because I don't think I'm good enough. And that's a whole nother ball of wax. Um, yeah. And so she's just, she got me to make a a schedule and I need to stick to it and I have alarms set and everything, but, um, I haven't done it yet. So that was on Monday. I came up with the schedule on Tuesday. And this is Thursday. So, yeah. I just need to implement it. Um, Because it's really good. And it keeps me... If if all goes well, I could do everything. You know. I mean, that sounds crazy. Sounds like a dream. I could get everything done. But, um... No, I mean, like, if I just stick to the schedule, and that's the thing about working from home, it's like, you can just do whatever, and so, like, if you would have seen my morning today, I was ridiculous. I was wanting to do this podcast, and then I started it, and then 
I could not get it together for the intro. I had to do that intro like 50 times. And then I realized, oh, you haven't eaten breakfast. So then I went to eat breakfast. And then while that was cooking, well, I made biscuits. So they had to cook. And then I came over the computer and I started the triple AD post for today. And then I ate breakfast. And then I came over to the computer and realized I needed to write a letter to an insurance company about yada, yada, yada. So I did that. And then I finished breakfast. <laughs> and then I did more on the post. And then I was like, you know what, you had set out to do this podcast today. So do the podcast. But that's like, that's just like a tip of the iceberg of how scattered I can be. Like, and I don't, I've never thought that I had like ADHD, you know, because I'm really, really mindful. And I think I could be real present, you know, so don't know that I have that, but I have something. <laughs> I think it's just a procrastination and I do everything else. I don't know. I really don't know. Cause maybe it's a social media or like a telephone, you know, cell phone thing where now everything's so instant gratification, you know, that I just like, as soon as I lose interest, then I'm on to the next thing, which is ADHD, isn't it? I don't know. Anyways, I'm rambling, but basically... <laughs> everything is going to be all right. And yesterday I did two things that I wanted to do forever. And I, I just never think that I'm worthy. I, it's a real problem. So my therapist is going to help me, but I submitted three poems to a poetry contest and I submitted a poem that I think could be a song. Cause I actually wrote it to like the melody of a song that I was listening to at that time. Does that make sense? Like sometimes you'll just have the beat, like it's the cadence, you know, how the words come out. And so I, I was like, that's, that could be a song. It's, it's all over the place, but, uh, maybe one of these days I'll, I'll read it. I'm just not in the mood right now, but, but yeah, so I have four submissions into contests, which I won't find out until April of 2024. <laughs> so, let me stay healthy and get to know how they do. I'm just kidding. I'll be healthy. I just got to get more healthy. I don't. Anyways, that's a whole nother ball of wax. But we are 22 minutes in and this is about sincerity, this podcast. So I should get to it. But yeah, that's just what's been going on. Not a whole lot, but um, but then it just feels like it flew by. You know what I mean? So I don't know what to tell you. Um so sincerity, let's get there. Let's do this. Um, the definition of sincerity is the quality of being free from pretense, deceit, or hypocrisy. No duplicity. I'll say that one more time. The quality of being free from pretense, deceit, or hypocrisy. No duplicity. So like to me, that's like nothing underneath the surface. No like pretense or... I don't know, post tense, like, like <laughs> I always think of people that like do things because they want this outcome, you know what I mean? Instead of um, just going in and seeing how people are and I don't know, that's not post tense. I don't know what it is, <laughs> whatever, but, but hopefully you understand what I mean. Cause like, yeah, there's motivations behind things, you know? So 
Just like nothing underneath the surface, no ulterior motives. When you're sincere, it comes from the heart. It comes with honesty and realness. So I always think of like, you know, sincerity can get hard. <laughs> and it's like, why? Because if, if we all had sincerity, like this world would be really peaceful, you know? And um, why does it get, what am I trying to say? Why, do, why is it so hard sometimes <laughs> to be sincere? And I think about confrontation, you know? Um, or if there's underlying feelings, you know, that aren't expressed, um, if you're trying to save face, you know, and you don't, I don't know. I think that you could go both ways with that because some people can have false sincerity or, you know, display false sincerity when they're trying to save face or keep the peace, you know? Um, but to me, that's all like, insincerity you know it's like kind realness preferred please (laughs) I don't know but there's so many different ways that I see sincerity pop up and um I think it really just has to do with the people that you're you know you're talking to and that that's why I think it'd be so amazing if we could cultivate it more for everyone because it's it's kind of um tied in with respect I think and like and like patience and kindness like if you are sincere across the board then you know you don't have to I don't know you don't have to shape shift you know you don't have to change you don't have to put on different masks you don't have to do anything um and you're just you're sitting in integrity and honesty you know Um, I always think about this, like when somebody asks you, how are you? And there's this moment where I can tell if they really want to know that or not, you know, and there's like a glaze that just comes over their eyes when I start talking (laughs) and it's like, cause I'm a talker and I'll tell you, oh, well, here you go. Here's how I am. There's lots going on and, you know, like I just did 22 minutes of an update. Sorry about it. Like that's just how I be, you know, and I mean, I'm different with everybody. Like I'm not as open with certain people because you learn to be that way. And so that's another part of it is like, well, am I being sincere then if I'm not sharing everything? And I think so. I don't think that you have to be completely open with everyone to be sincere, but I do think that... If the subject comes up, that's something that taps into something personal within you. You kind of owe it to yourself to to talk about that, you know, like to be open about it. I mean, within reason, I know there's personal topics that that seem off limits and that's fine. And it's to each their own. Some people are way more open. Some people are closed off. And, and also, like if you've talked to someone before and it didn't come off well, or something like that, you know, and you have a history, a track record, then don't share. No. Basically, you have to do what feels right for you, period. Like, honestly, like, every situation is your own, you know? Like, I mean, is its own. Everything that we come in with, our baggage, our, all of it, 
changes how we operate, you know. Um, but the sincerity piece is like, to me, you don't have to ask me how I am if you don't really want to know. Like, really. Like, like to just want an answer of fine is really... Um, I'm trying to say it's just short-sighted. It's not very open to what anyone has to say. So if you're asking someone a question, you know, don't have an expectation of what the answer will be. And that's the other thing is expectations, man. They'll kill you. Because, yeah, because if you're asking a question to someone else, anything can come back at you. And so if you're not open to that, don't ask it. And that's where sincerity to me is, is also finding out you know, when should I talk to somebody? (laughs) Like, I don't want to be insincere. So do I not have it within me to be sincere right now? Then I shouldn't talk to that person. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what has happened to me lately. And unfortunately, it's, (laughs) it's been a hard time because, um, you know, I've been isolating for many months, and I'm working through that to get out of that but that's not good either, you know, but so it's like, I don't want to show up until I can show up, you know, how I am sincere and, um, you know, just the good person that I want to be. If I can't show up in that, then I don't want to give a bad experience to anybody else. That's just how I operate. And so sometimes I just don't have it in me and then I come off as cold or, you know, (laughs) rude or whatever. And that's, that's actually not anything to worry yourself with because you're actually making sure that your interactions are fruitful, you know, I think. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Comment section. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, you know, just don't ask if you don't want the real answer because life is hard and we all should be real with each other and we don't have to say fine if we're not fine and sometimes I've done that you know, and that's the thing is, like, I say all this, but, like, I have many, 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 many months of, or years of being insincere, you know what I mean, just saying what I know the other person wants me me to say, and that's, like, two-faced, you know, or, or, you know, just insincere, it's just not real or true or honest, there's a deceit there, And the whole thing about hypocrisy, too, it's like my therapist just told me I'm a hypocrite. And I think that there's pieces of that in all of us. (laughs) Like, I'm trying not to take it too hard. But she said all the posts that I post for Athletes Against Anxiety and Depression, you know, they're helpful to everyone else and they give tips and they're, you know, telling, you know, telling you to be good to yourself and be patient with yourself and be nice to yourself. And I'm not doing any of that for myself, really. And so she said as a therapist, she has to remind herself that all the stuff that she's telling her people to believe in and to do, she needs to try and do and believe in all that herself or else why is she telling them to do it? You know what I mean? Like if you believe in it, then why don't you practice it for yourself? And so that's been really eye-opening to me is like, you know, I'm preaching all of these things that, you know, 
or to be kinder to yourself and be better. And on here, you know, I talk about all this stuff and being sincere and all of that. And it's like, you can't be perfect or human. So I can't do it a hundred percent of the time, but if I'm not even doing it at all, then why am I preaching it? You know what I mean? And so, you know, and then I'm, cause hypocrisy has always to me been like, I don't know when you're criticizing other people <laughs> and then you do the same thing. That's what I always thought of it as, but it is very much just saying something and not walking the walk. And that's what I, I do is I say all this stuff to help everyone and everything. <laughs> and then I don't ever allow myself to have it help me, you know? So it's pretty, pretty, um, enlightening, it was a big progress step because it it helped me to also like look at what I'm putting out there and I want it to help people so I need it to help me too and it's okay to help me <laughs> it's hard for me I don't know the worthiness and the help myself it just takes a lot of time I don't know it's just funny what the messages that I have in my head and it's like where'd they come from no one said these things verbatim you know but it's just little things that chip off your self-esteem and your self-worth. Like unconditional self-worth. Like that is what I want. And so it takes work. It takes time. Um, but yeah, and then like the other thing about sincerity too is when I was in the workforce a lot, people go on vacation, you know, and... I don't know. You'd hear people say, I'm so jealous like of you going on vacation, you know, or um, I don't know, like don't have too much fun or, you know, or whatever. You're so lucky, stuff like that. And I would always be the one to be like, I hope you have so much fun. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait till you get back and I can see your pictures. And it's literally like how I felt. <laughs> like, I don't know if, because uh, I've been very blessed to do a lot of things, but I just feel that like there's nothing to take away from anybody in that moment. You know what I mean? Like you'll get to go somewhere or you've gotten to go somewhere and did you want anyone else to feel anything for you but happy? Like, it's just to me so insincere and so, I don't know, just not, it's, I guess it's just not nice. <laughs> it's just not, um, or just to have any negative feelings about anything getting, any anyone getting to do anything awesome. Why is that negative for you? You know, like the best example right now is the Taylor Swift concert. Like a lot of people got to go to that that I knew and I didn't get to go and, you know, spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to go next year, but we'll, we'll see about that. I don't want to say things, <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, I was so frustrated trying to get the tickets and whatever, but like when it comes down to the people getting to go and enjoy that, why would I be upset with them? Even though I, yes, of course I really wanted to go there. I would never say I'm jealous. And 
yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy for them that they got to go and experience that because it's supposed to be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sincerely saying that, like, I'm not just blowing air, like, and, and I'm not trying to say that I'm better than anyone or anything. If, if you feel different, that's totally fine. I'm just saying that, like, maybe try and look at it in a different way because it's not taking anything away from you. Really isn't. Like, you're going to have things that you get to go do that they don't get to do. And, you know, and, and maybe you don't need them to be happy for you, and that's totally fine. But, like, it's just better to be positive about other people's experiences, you know, and, like, allow for them to enjoy without, like, you feeling, like, it, it sounds resentful sometimes, especially in a workplace, like now I have to deal with your work like that happened to me so many times like way too many times and like a lot of the times like I just didn't want to go back you know <laughs> like because it was like nobody was happy for you to go and then too you come back and everyone's like oh thank god and then they're just like throw all their work on you because you were gone so you know or the energy of you don't even understand how it was without you blah 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 and it's like not not cool and I would never do that to anybody um either when they were on vacation and if I if anyone wants to call me out if I if I'm missing something but I I just didn't want to operate like that I sincerely was happy that they got to go have a break do what they needed to do and had fun and I didn't give what I got I really didn't <laughs> so uh, another reason why I'm not in the office anymore just so much like negativity you know just like yeah anyways um yeah and then like doing things for other people too it's like did you sincerely want to do it like don't do it if you don't want to do it period because if you can't put all of yourself into it, then don't do it. And again, that's like why I don't do a lot of things anymore. Like, you know, I hope to get back to the level that I once was to be of service and to be more helpful and things like that. But like, I don't want to be somebody who can't give my 110%. So I'm slowly almost there, but it's like, just don't commit to things that you can't put your whole self into because it's not sincere. There's no sincerity in it. You're just doing it, you know, for the wrong reasons, you know? Um, and like the things that we don't want to do, like going to the DMV or like, I don't know, doing your laundry, all these things. Okay. Like my attitude might not be, you know, Oh yay, let's go. But when I'm there, and I'm in it, I'm committed to what we're doing, and I have a good attitude, and I make the most of it, and I play games, or I create, like, more joyful experience, because I'm there, I'm in it, and I committed to it, and I'm showing up sincerely, you know, and I know that sounds stupid, because it's laundry, or it's DMV, or it's the dishes, whatever, it's like, I could have a bad attitude beforehand, for sure, I'm not gonna deny that I'm you know, human. And I don't like doing these things. But when I go to do it, I give everything. Otherwise, why do it? Like, why? Why? <laughs> Anyhow. Um, basically, just, you know, 
If there's not a return on investment, like if all those things I was saying, the dishwashing, the laundry, you're not getting paid to do all that, but you still can put in, you know, a hundred percent, give it your all. It gets it done faster too. And, you know, there's other things too, where it's like, you're not going to get paid to go, I don't know, help someone move, but you know, sometimes you got to be there for your friends and like, just have a good attitude and give a hundred percent, like be present and, you know, just don't complain. And to me, if you can't be present and not complain, don't go. They would much rather have one less hand to help them than a hand and a mouth prattling on about how much they hate being there, you know, or complaining. Is this almost over or whatever? It's just not, just be sincere in that too. Like, and that's where I think sincerity kind of stems all across the board is like, it's almost like authenticity, you know, being genuine, like just show up 110%. Like, how hard is that? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like, if, if it is hard, don't show up. So it's really not hard because you either can show up like that or you don't show up. And you save a lot of headache that way, you know? I mean, honestly. Because there's some people, too, that you just can't jive with or work with or whatever. And so if you can't give the 110% because this person or that person is going to be there, then just don't do it. And... You do have consequences sometimes from that, but you have to own that and just be like, oh, well, because I've done that so much lately. I've not been places that people wanted me to be (laughs) or done exactly as, you know. And then sometimes as I say that, I'm like, but no one told me what they wanted. That's a whole nother thing. And actually, it kind of goes into the sincerity thing is like I've been realizing a lot lately that people assume that you know what they need. I've been guilty of this myself. Be vulnerable. (laughs) Be sincere in your actual feelings and share them. And then if it's not something that someone else can do for you, then give them consequences for that. But if you don't even tell them what you want from them, you have no right to be upset. No right. Because... As much as we want to believe that if you're a decent person, you should just know this, there's different layers of decency. There's different layers of personalities. There's different layers of the way that someone sees things, Um, different focuses. People get pulled this way and that way, and they have a lot going on. You know, there's so many multitudes of this life that is, it's one of the things I've been working really hard on is to realize that just because in this box of what I think a decent person would know and do, it's not true. Like there can be decent people that wouldn't do what's in my little box of what I need and what I want or what I expect. doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means they see the world differently and it's really hard, but you cannot assume that anyone knows what you want or need. Like examples lately is like, You know, if someone comes to town, but they don't invite you to do anything, you're just supposed to show up and be there? (laughs) Like, no. Um, Because maybe they come into town and they don't want to be bothered. You know what I mean? And it's like, sometimes it's like, 
well, I just expect everyone to show up. Well, why? <laughs> like, I don't mean to be rude, but what makes you so special? <laughs> like, everyone else that's ever come to town, even, like, my Idaho relatives, like, they'll come into town and they'll text me and they'll say, I'm going to be at your mom's house, you know, or your grandma, mom and grandma's house on this day and I would love to see you. Like, always. And it makes me feel like, oh, okay, I need to be there. Like, it, I matter and that I'm important and that they want to see me. And, you know, other friends will come to town and it's just like, well, I told you I was coming to town and it's like, well, how was I supposed to know you didn't have plans the whole time and like what am I supposed to do with that like I don't know it's just um really important that if you want to see somebody you know that you express those needs and then too like like on phone calls or whatever like oh I forgot what your voice sounds like and it's like well have you called me lately <laughs> you know like it's so funny because it's like we we just um sometimes let it be a one-way street, you know, or expect it to be that people just call you or people just show up. You, you gotta ask. You can't just assume that there's so much going on in life too. It's like, man alive, I can't keep track of everything. And like, if you don't ask me to come somewhere, how can I be there? And if I don't know about it, how can I be there? Like, it's so frustrating. And if you don't tell me, you don't want me to be there. <laughs> That's what it feels like. So, yeah, that whole thing of, like, assuming, you know, they always said it makes an ass out of you and me, and it's so true, and I've been so bad at that myself, and, like, also, too, like, just, like, judgmental assumptions, you know, of, like, why something is happening, <laughs> like, just assume that it's because they're not paying attention, or they, whatever, it's, like, no, like, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I've been really sick up and down, and not feeling good, and, like, just kind of, uh, I don't know, detract, detached a bit, de detracted, what am I trying to say? Just, you know, um, I don't know. I just have not felt like myself a few weeks, you know, and I'm getting myself back. But then I feel like I'm, like, not sincere because I'm not steady, you know, like a roller coaster <laughs> is up and down. And that's what I've been feeling like is, like, Oh, she's okay today. Oh, she's not okay today. Oh, she's okay today. Oh, you know, and, you know, for anyone who sees your life daily, that can just look sporadic and crazy. But that's, you know, from the outside. If they see you on the inside, they would kind of understand where that's all coming from. And, um, yeah. And so I would love to be more open I guess about that but there's just um you know they call it a can of worms for a reason <laughs> like it spills out and sometimes sharing more causes more problems and so it's just figuring out the balance and who you can trust and you know and that's why it's like a hundred percent of the time is not a, vi a viable goal because we're human so we're not going to be this, that, or the other 100% of the time. Like, we are striving to be sincere, you know? And, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like, though, 
you can definitely have a layer of sincerity throughout your life, you know, like, I don't know, I might be off in the weeds here, but just like, because I also don't think that you, there's certain things that are just innately in you and, you know, there's certain personalities that are just going to show up different every time and the motives are, are not always great. <laughs> and so that's not sincere. So if your motives are always good and you show up present and giving everything that you have, to me, that's sincerity. And so technically, I feel like I do a good job with that. And I think that we all have our bad days. So, you know, and I think politeness um, can look like sincerity a lot, you know, like, what am I trying to say? Like, I've been fooled. <laughs> I'll say that. You know, just um, if if the politeness isn't consistent, you know, then that's not sincere. Because people can be really good at being nice and being polite and respectful and what have you um, in order to keep the peace, you know, and have underlying reasons, you know. So there's just all that. There's just, um, but honestly, none of that is something for you to worry about. And that's the other thing is like learning to just believe everyone, at least for the first time. Um, it gets really easy to close in on yourself and stop trying with people and stop, what am I meaning? You know scared to make new relationships or scared to get deeper in the ones you have because of past things, of past hurts, of past trauma, scars, um, you know, and even with that same person too, if you're trying to start over again, be kind to yourself. Like it's hard to forget. It's easier to forgive, but it's really hard to forget. And, and your nervous system actually stores that feeling. So when somebody hurts you really bad and, and there's like a traumatic response, it gets held within your body. And so sometimes your heart and your body, I mean, your heart, yeah, your heart and your body don't match. Like your heart wants to move on and forgive and forget, but your body remembers what it felt like. And is like, it's just such a animalistic thing it just wants to make sure you're going to be safe so it just sees that person as a threat because they they gave you these feelings within your body and so you're just having to battle with that and eventually hopefully I can't say yet that it's gone away but hopefully it'll go away or at least get easier to to manage um because it's hard it's hard to be human and it's you know getting older, <laughs> um, you just see things so differently. And it's funny. It's just like what I believed was sincerity when I was a little kid too, as an adult 
you can see the two-facedness all over the board. You know what I mean? Like, and it hurts and it's shocking and it really messes with you because it's like the castle's crumbling, you know? It's like what you've built up as a kid, what you believe in, you know, and the people that you believe in and like put your stock into and like would blindly follow aren't deserved deserving of that like so it's kind of crazy so but like I said if you can just try and believe that everyone's being sincere until they show you or your spidey senses tell you that they're not because um it's just a much better mind frame to be in a more beautiful world to live in and that's what I'm trying to work on is to bring back that beautiful sense of the world you know because like there's so much negative and it's so easy to get wrapped up in it and like yeah but there's so much beautiful stuff like just like I love this podcast because it gets me to say all these things and get stuff out of my brain and then I I leave a little bit lighter and then I get great feedback from you sweet souls that tell me that it helps and um, you know I don't know it's just like a, a, I don't know it's like a a talking out of ideas and like what I want to be you know and like I know I've said this before but like this is all striving things this is not like I'm preaching to you as a full-fledged <laughs> full-fledged sincere person that has it all figured out oh my god this is like where I try and figure pieces out and where I try to implement them you know and this is where now I have to not be a hypocrite I have to you know practice these things a lot more, especially that being kind to myself and being gentle and compassionate and having patience. So thank you for letting me come here and just work through it all, you know? I sincerely <laughs> appreciate it. No, but it's a great space and, um, you know, the natural world is another place that I'm just so grateful for. Like you know, sunsets and sunsets and sunrises. It's my thing. Like I'm a dusk and dawn girl, like the sun. I know I've said this a million times, but the sun is just too hot for me right now. <laughs> this pasty Irish girl can't handle it. I just can't handle the sun. So like, that's why it kills me when I don't get up in the morning because I love the dawn. Like it's a gorgeous time of day. It's so fresh and new and quiet um and then the dusk is the same thing it's like maybe not as quiet but it's definitely beautiful and there's just room to breathe in both those spaces it's like the day we're just going 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 doing 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 it's so important and so nice to like take a break you know and to breathe and to slow down with nature like to have like a time of day that is slower is so nice. I don't know. You just have to really pay attention, you know. Um, 
Yeah. And then I also love like creating stuff, you know, like the calendars and like, I love sending letters to people. Um, I have three pen pals that are amazing (laughs) and sometimes I'm not great. And the thing about it is, is that I shouldn't even say that because we just do it when we can and there's no like expectations, you know, and it's really fun to send like little care packages of stickers or, you know, ephemera, (laughs) little, little cute things. And that was always something too, where like in the past, certain people have questioned like, why are you sending me a card? You know, um, I don't know. And it's like, if you're just going to throw it away, that's okay. Like, I'm not sending it to you for anything. Like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm sure there's something that I get out of it. So I don't want to say it's like selfless at all, but it's like, once it's in the mail, I don't really think of it as mine anymore. And I don't like, you know, if, if I send somebody a gift, like a big package or something, yes, I want to know if it got there and like you put your money into it, of course, but like a card or like a letter or even like the little care packages with stickers and stuff. It's like, um, I hope you get it, but like, I don't know. It's just like once it's done, it's out there and I really don't expect anything back and I don't do it for that. You know what I mean? Like it never, there's no tit for tat in that world (laughs) for me. It's not like I wrote you 17 letters and you've only written me 10. (laughs) You know, it's not like that at all. It's like any time that you receive something in the mail that somebody took time to physically do, especially in this day and age, for me, I just get such a tickle out of it. And so there's certain like-minded people that I do that for because I know that they appreciate it too. And that's really it. And then like the ones that I know don't appreciate it as much, I don't care. I still do it. And like my, my grandpa gompers, (laughs) oh, sweet heavenly soul. Um, he used to love my cards and, um, he knew I was being sincere, you know, like, I'm not just going to sit down and write a card to, I don't know, to fulfill any type of obligation or whatever. It's never, I don't feel like it's an obligation ever. And it's just literally because I want someone to have a little piece of joy or to know I'm thinking about them really, like to know that they're thought of. And sometimes, you know, especially in these last few years, it's really hard for me to converse and go and do things. And so I just want people to know that like, I'm constantly thinking about you. Here's a card to let you know, like I care. Like I just, um, yeah. So that was always cool because my grandpa, he would always bring it up and that was really sweet. And then, you know, my grandma, um, Grandma Marie, she's the one who instilled all that in me. She writes cards and letters to this day, you know. And, you know, I tried to pass it down (laughs) and hope that others will do it. But it's, it's a dying art for sure. But there's just nothing like it, in my opinion, you know. 
But I think about that a lot, like sincerely yours, you know, when you write letters, like sincerely, like there's, you know, sincerity in that statement. So I don't know. I just think that if you can have intention and honesty and integrity, authenticity and be genuine in everything you do. Well, that would be amazing, you know. And unfortunately, there's roles we play in life where there's a little less than that in certain spaces. And it's a shame, but it's also, you know, to me, I just think it's still something to strive for in all of, you know, your relationships. Because, you know, it. I don't know, there's just something about being sincere. Um the ones that I've met in life that are 100% sincere, they can just navigate the world in a really unique way. And, yeah. And you also have to be honest with yourself and sincere with yourself, too. So that that's sometimes where it's lacking more than anywhere. Because um, once you can with you, then you can do it with anyone else. But it's just all learning. And, um... That's pretty much all I have for sincerity. So I hope you've enjoyed it. It's a little different. Um, I mean, there was a lot to talk about, but I don't know. Just sincerity popped in my head and I was like, hmm, I think it's important, you know, to just, you know, have no duplicitousness and be who you are everywhere. And that's like what I, I strive for. So... Anyhow, I thank you for listening, and I hope that whatever you're doing right now, or in the next week, or in the next month, or in the next year, I hope it brings you happiness and a sincere joy. (laughs) Thanks for coming. You're the best. Stay you. This podcast was written and recorded by Jenny Camille. The music you hear at the beginning and end of the podcast is called Limitless by Grant Borland. you still here? Oh my goodness. Thanks for staying. So normally I just take the bloopers from, you know, 
these things and delete them and hope that no one ever sees them ever because they can get a little bit um, ridiculous. But I thought maybe it'd be funny to show you um, because today was an especially weird day where I could not get the beginning of this podcast to come out of my mouth. Um, usually I do the intro in like five minutes and yeah, I didn't. I did not. <laughs> Took a lot longer. And so um, I figured out that I needed to eat something is what was the problem. I was all over the place today. So I thought I'd share with you some bloopers. I know it's not my usual song or silliness at the end, but I think you'll still find it uh, humorous. And, um, and can I just say that track, that music, I adore it that we just heard, you know, at the beginning and the end of the podcast, especially the end. Did you guys like it? I loved it. I don't know. Gave me goose pimplies. <laughs> it's very uh, climactic and it's like, I don't know. You want to take on the world after you hear it. At least I do. At least I do. Anyways, I hope you enjoy these funny little, you know, takes. They're just going to play kind of one after the other, maybe a little pause in between. And um, you can see how ridiculous it can get and how hard it can be sometimes just to get some words out. And sometimes, I don't know if you do this, like you said a word for like a million times, but then you say it in like this kind of a setting and it sounds so ridiculous and stupid, like just the sound of the word. And it's a word that you've, you know... So that's kind of what we're going with here. There's lots of that. So <laughs> enjoy. Thanks for listening. Introduction, take four. This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. Welcome back to another episode. Today we'll be focusing on sincerity. 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 Why does that sound weird? Sincerity. Oh no. Sin sincerity. Sin sincerity. <sighs> Introduction. Take six. This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. I know I feel all mine. Welcome back to another episode. This episode is about sincerity, what it means to be real, and why sincerity matters. We'll look at the definition and just kind of do a dig, 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 dig. Introduction, take eight. Welcome back to another episode of Heavy Boots. Today, we're going to be talking about sincerity and I forgot to say the place to feel all your feelings, so oh my goodness, this is just not happening for me today. Ah! Introduction, take 11. This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. I'm Jenny Camille, and I'm here to talk with you today about sincerity. Now, didn't that just sound ridiculous? I'm Jenny Camille, and I'm here to talk to you about sincerity. Let's get into it, shall we? Introduction, take 22. 
This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. Thanks for coming back for another episode, and today we'll be talking about sincerity, what it means to be sincere, why it matters, and, you know, do a total deep dive into the world of sincerity. That's just what we do here, because, you know, why not? Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get this done, you guys. This is horrible. I can't. <laughs> Introduction. Take me out to the ball game. See, I couldn't even do this either. Introduction. Take 24. This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. Thanks for coming back for another episode. Today we'll be focusing on sincerity, why it matters to be sincere. And, you know, a virtual deep dive into everything sincerity. (laughs) A virtual deep dive, guys. You want to come swimming with me? Let's go. Oh, my God, I'm ridiculous. Now you understand, right? Sometimes you just cannot get it right. So, you're a peach for listening to the end. I wish there was a prize. Maybe I'll think of some someday. Thanks for staying. Take care. Stay you.